Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. Boy, oh boy, are we all hyped up and ready to go. Let me tell you something. This New York Jets football team went out there against the Bengals and took care of business. Took care of business in a way that I don't think any of us really thought was going to happen. I truly, truly don't think any of us thought some of the, some of the things that we saw out there were going to happen. Uh, Mike White performed extremely well. We're going to get into that. The Jets have also made a trade, also hired a new coach, and we've got an upcoming game as well against the Bengals, against the Colts, excuse me. Whew. But let me tell you something. We couldn't be more excited and more happy about this New York Jets football team, this young team, and the way uh, you know that they went out there and played against the Bengals and the fight that they showed. So we're going to talk about all that again. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. But listen. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, man, your boy's on iTunes as well, okay? Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. All right? Go ahead and... Follow your boy on, on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast on there. It has the audio from the show. Also, leave your boy some feedback, man. Give me a five-star rating if you could. Leave your boy some comments as well. I want to thank everybody that, uh, you know, has so far and talked about how much they like the show. Please continue to do that. Continue to give your boy some feedback on iTunes. Continue to give me some five-star ratings. And continue to give me, you know, your thoughts on what's going on here. You know, you can also catch me as well on social media. Young J zero zero zero. That's the Twitter. The Long Beach Joe on Twitter as well for the show's page. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. And also, if you want to catch the show live, you know, watch my other content as well. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That's where we live stream the show. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Venom G's, Eddie the Jesus, everybody that be in here constantly going back and forth and giving their takes about this football team. Also, again, drop other content on there as well, do videos about the team. We also game, too, from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Come on by. We play a lot of different stuff, Street Fighter, NBA 2K. We do what we can, and we have a lot of fun. So Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Give my videos a thumbs up, and come hang out with your boy, man. Come hang out with your boy. So salute to everybody. But listen, it's time to get into it. New York Jets beat the Cincinnati Bengals 34-31. to 31. Let me tell you something. There was a lot of questions, right, coming off of that bad game that we had played against the New England Patriots. A lot of questions. We came off a bye week. We didn't look very good. And a lot of the criticism was rightfully so given. We looked unprepared. This young team looked like it was sleepwalking. And we went into this game, and there was a lot of question marks going into the Bengals game. You know, where, where was this young team going to be? Could the coaching pull this team together? That was one of the biggest question marks was the coaching period. Could Sulla and LaFleur get their heads together and get it going in the right direction? There was a lot of talk across the fan base. There was a lot of talk on mainstream media about, about them being in over their heads. A lot of talk. Well, let me tell you something. This young team went out there, 
and pulled it together against the Cincinnati Bengals, a team that was hot, coming straight off of a victory against the Ravens. They're number one in the AFC North. I mean, they're lighting it up. We go into there against the Cincinnati Bengals, and let me tell you something. I'm going to go straight to the top because I have been on Mike LaFleur's case all season long. We all know that. Everybody has been. The offense has looked horrific coming into multiple games, sleepwalking from the Falcons game to all these games. We had not scored in the first quarter until this very game in the Cincinnati Bengals. We hadn't scored a point. Well, Mike LaFleur stepped in here. He removed himself from the field because he usually is on the field working with Zach Wilson when Zach Wilson was playing. He was on the field working with him, all those things. Well, he said, you know what? We got Mike White out there. I'm going to remove myself and go up into the booth, and I'm going to call my offensive plays from the booth. Let me tell you something. Mike LaFleur, the booth Mike LaFleur, (laughs) he's something else. (laughs) Mike LaFleur in the booth, that's a whole different guy than what we've seen for the most part this season. Let me tell you something. The play calling from Mike LaFleur in this football game completely stunned me. It was aggressive. It was on point. It was rhythmic. It took advantage of matchups. It utilized young players, Denzel Mims, Elijah Moore, early in games. It was also wildly unpredictable. It seemed like Mike LaFleur and his offensive game plan was a step, two steps, three steps ahead of the Bengals' defensive coaching staff. He took advantage of every single thing that he could against this Bengals' defense, everything. He knew they were going to come in and be ultra-aggressive, so he made sure. We saw trick plays. We saw double pitches. We saw it all. And I want to give LaFleur his flowers, salutes, and hats off to him. And I'm hoping that as we continue on during this season, that this is the point where he turns the corner as a play caller because that game plan that I saw, that game plan that I saw against the Cincinnati Bengals, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know who else was phenomenal? That boy, Mike White. That boy, Mike White, stepped into this game. Okay? And there was a lot of questions about him as well. A lot of questions about whether he could do it. A lot of questions about what we were going to see out of him. He stepped in and played extremely well. Mike White was 37 of 45. He had 405 yards passing, three TDs, and two interceptions. Mike White, all night long, was decisive with the football. He was smart. He took what the defense gave him. He wasn't risky. He wasn't wild. He was controlled, and he was poised. Mike White was so poised all night. That's what, that's what surprised me the most was the poise that he was able to show in the pocket. It was unbelievable. He would just take what was there, five yards, three yards, he gets another three, move the chains. Then he'd give you five yards, six yards, that's moving the chains. Then he'd give you four, then he'd give you three, then he'd give you another five, move the chains. It was just constant moving. Mike White led drive we've ever scored on in the first quarter. That was Mike White. A touchdown in the first quarter. That drive was, was pushed by Mike White. What a player. He was unbelievable. Unflappable. Even when pressured, he stood tall in the pocket and he made solid slight conditions. Solid throws. 
under the worst conditions. He didn't let any of that bother him. He was unflappable. What a player, Mike White. I'm hoping to see that continue in him as well. There was other guys as well that played extremely well. Michael Carter, that guy was ridiculous. He led the Jets' offense in receiving yards and rushing yards. 77 uh, rushing yards, and he also had 95 receiving yards. This kid is unbelievable. He would get the ball from Mike White, and he would just find a way. He'd break a tackle, slip around guys. He was unbelievable in this football game. So many guys coming in. Elijah Moore looked good. Denzel Mims utilized early. He made some catches. We saw Jamison Crowder be able to make plays. One of the bigger things that I saw in this football game, and we're going to get to lines in a second. Everybody be patient. 515-602-9639 is the number. You know what else really surprised me? There was an offensive lull at one point in this game. After the initial touchdown drive in the first quarter, we were all fired up, and then things kind of started to go awry a little bit. Mistakes were being made. There was back-to-back interceptions. One came off of Jamison Crowder's hands. The other one came off of Michael Carter's helmet. There was a missed field goal. There was a, there was a, there was a fumble as well by Crowder. So many mistakes. Now, the Jets' defense played phenomenally. I'm going to get to them in one second. The Jets' defense actually made a, a stand in the red zone early that caused a turnover on downs because the Bengals were trying to drive down and really take us out the game early. They were able to stop that. But guess what? The Jets' offense didn't break down. They were able to get a score at a minute and 51 seconds before the half. They got the ball back, were able to drive down, and get themselves a score in that drive. Now, in the past, this is where the coaching I'm talking about, it, it, I'm hoping it's really taking a turn. Because in the past, we've seen from Rex Ryan to uh, Todd Bowles, a lot of times when things were not going well, mistakes were being made, we would just fold before the half and we'd call it. Not in this game, not in this coaching staff. They remained aggressive. They reined things in. They said, hey, we're making mistakes. Let's, let's pull it in. Let's understand that we're in the moment here. And let's rebound. Resiliency. That's what I loved the most watching this football game. We're not going to cower. We're not going to let the moment be bigger than us. We're not going to allow things to be taken away from us. We're going to take them away from you. Yes, mistakes were made. That's the past. That happened a long time ago. I'm ready to move forward and go out there and make plays. And they were able to go out there and get a score. That was huge before the half. There were some bad calls by the refs, let me tell you. That T. Higgins catch, that was not a catch. (laughs) That was not a catch. I'm going to just say that. That was not a catch. I don't know why Sully didn't question it or didn't challenge it, but honestly, just look at it, that was not a catch. There was also a one-handed catch by Keelan Cole. That was a catch, in my opinion, not because I wear green, but because I like to tell the truth. Looked like a catch to me. But, you know, they overturned that. But then eventually Braxton Berrios was able to get himself a touchdown as well. So the Jets, I'm telling you, we just kept rolling. We got ourselves back into the game. We were able to get an interception. Shaq Lawson playing phenomenally, played phenomenally on that play. He runs in, sees a screen happening, puts his hands up, knocks it up, actually gets the interception. We get it on Cincy's 13, and then guess what? Mike White to Croft, punching in, another touchdown, Jets up. The resiliency, the ability to fight back, the ability to not be broken, to not let your will be deterred. That's huge. These are the building blocks that you lay. These are the type of foundation, the mental fortitude that we must have to build. 
This is huge. This is where you develop that dog in you as a young team. Now, let me tell you something. This defense, and we're going to get to the lines in a second. This defense played unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mosley, this guy's playing some of the best linebacker that I've seen since I've been a Jets fan. This guy's flying around. He's laying hits, solid in coverage. They played extremely well. Gerard Davis as well really gave us something out there too. Quinnen Williams, let me tell you something. I challenged him, and he answered it. He was disruptive out there. He had a big sack early in the game that led to that turnover on downs. Played extremely well. We talked about going into that Bengals game. I'm very worried about the Bengals rushing game. Very worried about Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan. We got to be concerned about them. I was concerned about them. Guess what? <laughs> the Jets were concerned about them too and put them on a put them on lock. Clamp. Okay. 41 yards total rushing. I'm going to say this again. The Bengals offense had 41 yards total rushing. This Jets defensive front stepped up. But you know who really stepped up on this Jets defense? This young secondary. This young secondary has been one of the biggest question marks since the offseason. Everybody's been talking about it. Hell, before the before the season started, everyone pretty much said to themselves that the secondary was the biggest question mark on the team and may have been the weakest part of the defense or the team, period. Eccles, Michael Carter, the second, Bryce Hall, those boys were making play after play after play. They stepped up and put the clamps on these guys, man. We were all concerned about Jamar Chase, 200 yards just a game ago, breaking records. He got 700-plus yards receiving. Oh, Joe, we were all worried about him. That boy Bryce Hall stepped up and said, oh, I'm sure you will be worried about him. I'm not. I'm going to make sure he's not effective. Jamar Chase had three catches, 32 yards, and one touchdown. I'm going to say it again. Three catches, 32 yards, one touchdown. This young secondary stepped up. We saw Echoes making plays out there. We saw Michael Carter, the second, flying around, and he's been playing well all season. These guys are out there showing you not only they have talent, but I have fight. And I don't care what anyone else, I'm going to go out here and do my job in this defense. Phenomenal play from this young secondary. I loved it. I loved it. This was a big team win for the Jets. Now we've just got to keep the momentum going forward. This young team is showing us, a lot of these players are showing us the building blocks that we need to have to continue forward and to be a winner. I loved this win. Loved it. We're going to get to the lines in a second. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. The New York Jets have also hired John Beck, who is Zach Wilson's personal QB coach. They've brought him into the staff. He was on the sidelines as well. So he's going to be working with the QBs. See what happens going forward. Again, Sulla said it's not an indictment on the coaching authority there. They just brought him in. The Jets have also traded Daniel Brown as well to the Kansas City Chiefs in exchange for Laurent Duvernay-Tarif, you know, guard. So we'll see what happens with that going as well. I'm going to speak to you folks about that again. 515 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. But before we get to the lines, we got we to gotta talk about my guy, Leon Kennedy, with the big, 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 big dough. 
I said we got to talk to my guy, Leon Kennedy, with the big, 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 big <laughs> Leon Kennedy says, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That was an awesome game, and I cannot believe they came back. Mike White is the GOAT. Thank you, Joe, for your awesome content. God bless you. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much, my friend. Let's go. You know, go Jets. Salute to you, Leon Kennedy. I want to thank you for supporting the uh, the platform. I'm fired up today. I'm fired up today. This is a damn good day to be a Jets fan. So we're going to get to the lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I didn't want to go on too long. I could go on forever talking about this victory and this win. We're talking uh, Jets win over the Bengals. We're talking about the upcoming game against the Colts as well on Thursday night. we got a short week. We're going to be discussing that tonight, too. We'll be talking about the hiring of John Beck. We'll be talking about the trade as well. So first guy I'm going to on the lines, we're going to go to my guy, Jacob, man. We're going to my guy, Jacob. Jacob's on the line early. Salutes to you, Jacob. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jacob, big win over the Bengals. Give me your thoughts on the play calling of Mike LaFleur. How would you feel about it, man? Hey, what's going on, Joe? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I'm good, man. Your phone's good. Your phone's right, good. You sounds know what I'm good. Saying? Sounds good. Um, I was really, really impressed with the play calling, I got to say. And I don't know if it was just him being in the booth as opposed to down on the field. I don't know what it was. Maybe he was just dressed up in a Halloween costume and he fooled us all. But he was doing <laughs> something right. Because those play calls yeah. were phenomenal. The fact that usually we just see them go out there on the opening drive and on first and second down, it's a run for two yards, a run for one yard, and then like a third and seven screen that gets, you know, backed up and we lose a couple yards and we punt. But the fact that we yep. threw the ball, I think, the first four or five downs, tremendous play calling. Tremendous. Yeah. Not something we see usually. We see a couple yeah. runs and a pass and then a punt. And so to see that play yep. calling really change and take us taking advantage of the weaknesses of that defense and just trying to play mind games with them. And when they expect to run, we just keep passing and they keep in, you know, they keep expecting the run to happen sometime soon, but we just keep passing. I thought it was a phenomenal job by him. Yeah, I thought it was as well. I, I mean, like I said, it was, and, and, and they took the shots when it was there. For me, the utilization of the young players for me was huge. Watching Denzel Mims get the ball in his hands early, watching Elijah Moore get the ball in his hands early was huge because, again, we're trying to find the building blocks. We're trying to find, you know, who can we go forward with? How talented are you? And you cannot judge how good a guy is or isn't until he's able to go out there and and make plays. That's what I loved about this offense as well tonight. It was phenomenal. But let me tell you something. When we talk about a guy making plays, man, dude, did you expect what we got out of Mike White? What were your thoughts about his 400-yard game? I can't even remember the last time a Jets quarterback has thrown for 400 yards. How did you feel about Mike White going off, man? Yeah, I think the last time that we had a 400-yard passer was like 21 years ago or something like that. And it just shows the state of our franchise the past 21 years. And so, you know, I was beyond thrilled with Mike White's performance. But, I mean, for anybody who was saying before that, oh, I was expecting him to have this game, everybody, you know, knew it was coming there, capping hard, (laughs) capping hard. And I got to tell you, that performance in that game was one of the most 
fun games I've watched the Jets play in a really long time. One of the most fun games I've watched play since probably like the the 2018 season opener against the Lions where we killed them, or the games with the mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, Marshall, Decker games where, especially against the Patriots where we came away with that overtime win. Those are some of my favorites in the past few years. But this was 100% up there. And I hope he continues to succeed because, I mean, who knows what could happen in the future. And it's almost like you just got to roll with the hot hand. And if he puts up a performance like that against the Colts, goes for over 300 yards, looks solid, a few touchdowns, no turnovers, then I really don't know what you do. I say if he's performing like that, then you let Zach Wilson sit on the bench a little bit because I feel like he obviously has some struggles. He has some breakout games. Yeah, I think he obviously had some breakout plays and some breakout, uh, you know, games here and there, especially against the Titans. But I think for rookies, a lot of the times it's better for them to sit anyway. I think rookie quarterbacks who tend to sit in their first year tend to be a little bit more successful in their career. Guys like Mahomes, um, Lamar Jackson did it. Uh, Josh Allen sat a little bit. Baker Mayfield sat a little bit. And so guys who can really take some time and not have to be so focused on carrying the franchise right from the get-go, I think tend to have a mm-hmm. lot more success in, success in the league. And obviously there's some exceptions to that. Kyler Murray was a day-one starter. Um, yep. I, some of the other ones I'm not really thinking of off the top of my head, but I think overall yeah. quarterbacks no. need a little bit of time to learn, and it's not reasonable to expect them to carry a franchise from day one. So I think in the end mm-hmm. this might be just a blessing in disguise for Zach Wilson. Mm. Okay. Okay. So you're a guy that's already saying, listen, if if uh, Mike White continues this performance, even if Zach Wilson is healthy, you just sit him and allow Mike White to keep going. You just roll with the hot hand. I've heard a lot of people talking about that. I've heard a lot of people having these discussions about, you know, just going forward with Mike White if he's able to continue to do his thing. So listen, I hear you. I hear you. For me, it's kind of tough. I got to. I just got to see more. I got to see more. I understand. I love that game by Mike White. I think a lot of the things that we saw within this game as far as his decisiveness with the football, we saw that in the offseason too, though. We really did. We saw him go out there and perform that same way, where he was just dinking and dunking his way down the field, and he looked good. That's how he won the, the backup job. We saw James Morgan. A lot of people have really counted him into being the, the backup quarterback at first. And Mike White said, uh, I don't think you know about me, player. I don't think you know about me. I'm one of those guys. So, yeah, you know, so – but I want to go to the defensive side of the ball with you as well, because let me tell you something. A lot of people did not expect Jamar Chase to have as little yardage as he did, and I credit this Jets' young secondary for going out there and absolutely doing what they need to do to take care of business. What were your thoughts about Jamar Chase only getting 32 yards and a touchdown against this Jets' young secondary? Yeah, when we had a call a couple of days ago before the game started, I was the one. I was one of the people who said, you asked me how concerned am I about Jamar Chase exploding after he did mm-hmm. against the Ravens. And I said there's yep. no doubt that he's a very, very talented player. But um, just this season overall, we haven't really had a player go, like, totally off against us, and the corners have done a pretty solid job. And I said I'm more mm-hmm. concerned about that wide receiver group at the core rather than just Jamar Chase, because if you go to double Jamar Chase, then that puts T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd in fantastic situations. And I said I was more yep. concerned about them as a whole than just solely Jamar Chase. And so mm-hmm. I wasn't really expecting Jamar Chase to go off for 150 yards, two touchdowns, or anything like that. Um, but I think the corners did a fantastic job because I think on the touchdown that uh, Jamar Chase had, uh, Bryce Hall wasn't even guarding him. I think Brandon Eccles was guarding him. 
And yeah. um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I think mm-hmm. overall this group is going to keep building and we're going to keep getting better and better. But to go out there and really perform like that against one of the top wide receiver trios in the NFL, in my opinion, I think that's you can't just let that sail past your head. That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, it is huge. Now, now we're on a short week and we're going against the Colts. Where I want to go with you next. Do you think that Sulla will be able to have this team prepared, back in the right state of mind, and ready to go against the Colts? Because, again, there's a lot of celebrating. We're feeling high right now, kind of like the same way we felt, you know, after that victory against the Titans. Do you think that Sulla will be able to get them refocused and ready to go against the Colts in this short week? That's a tough question because, obviously, I'd hope so. And I think he's a very, very mature coach who has the right mindset going into it of, we're going to go all gas, no breaks, and we're not going to, you know, get mm-hmm. distracted with what's in the past. But at the same time, yep. I think it's not – I wouldn't be, like, totally shocked if we go out there and we're a little sluggish to start because, obviously, the momentum is on our side right now. But at the same time, these are mm-hmm. a lot of rookies and young guys who don't really know what it's like to win in the NFL quite yet, and they're so a little yep. caught up by that and just, like, sort of caught in the moment. And so if we mm-hmm. start out a little bit slow, even with the momentum on our side, I wouldn't be too shocked. But I'm hoping Robert Sala can really teach them right from the start that a win is a win and we celebrate it in the first 24 hours, but then it's right back to yeah. work and it's like it never happened. And so I really exactly. hope that's what the mindset is going in. Because if we can have that mindset going in, I really think we can win. Yeah, yeah. So my final question before I let you go, my friend, lines are hot. Give me your score prediction for the New York Jets against the Colts in this Thursday night game. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? That's very, very tough for me still because now I'm of the mindset Come that on. I, I like seeing Mike White throw for 400 plus yards in his first start is not something you just see out of any quarterback. They can't just go out there and throw for 400 plus yards. So I'd like to think the momentum is on our side and we come out with like a 24 to 20 win. Because I think Carson okay. Wentz is, you know, turnover-prone self that he is, is going to choke late mm-hmm. in the game and he's going to try to do it too much. And he's probably going to throw a late-game pick is my guess, or at least my hope. Mm-hmm. And um, I really do think we can come out with a win. Because Michael Pittman, okay. I don't expect him to go off. Because like I said, we haven't had many receivers go off against us. It just hasn't yeah. happened quite yet. Um, and I think really the biggest concern is going to be Jonathan Taylor whether it's just mm-hmm. in the run plays, obviously. And also it just seems a lot of the time we forget to realize that running backs can also run routes. And so we bail out yep. the quarterbacks for these eight, nine-yard dump-off passes that really bail them out of situations, and it continues to drive. So if we can really focus on limiting Jonathan Taylor and then as well as Michael Pittman, I think we should be set up pretty well. So you t- you're taking the Jets, you said 24-21? 24-20. 24-20 Jets. Let's go, man. Let's go, Jay. Listen, Jacob, I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good night, my friend. All right, you too. Yeah. Jacob calling in with the fire. We're going to keep getting to the lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in again. Please be patient. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everyone. Also, if you'd like to, please 
you know, you can give to the channel as well through my super chat. If you don't want to hit the super chat, my cash app's there. There's a lot of people that say, hey, Joe, we just want to hit your cash app. Feel free. Also, please share the stream. Also, give the stream a thumbs up wherever you're watching me from. And again, salutes to all the savages, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines next. I'm going to 405. 405, I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this Jets victory against the Bengals. How are you feeling about this offense, man? Man, man, I'm, I'm really happy that the offense was able to get it together. I just want to say my name is Kevin. I'm out of Oklahoma okay. City, but I've been a Jets fan since 1982. So I am calling to bring the fire tonight. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right, well, listen. I'm going to bring the fire. Let's talk, you, let's talk about Mike White. Let's talk about Mike I'm White. I'm going to tell you about Mike White. About One of the things that I, what I loved about what Mike White did on Sunday was early in the game, he threw those two interceptions, and he never put his head down. And as a result of him not putting his head down, the team did not put their head down, particularly the offense. In the second game of the season against the Patriots, Zach Wilson threw those uh, two early picks, and you could just see in his body language, he was like, man, you know, I don't know. And then kind of the rest of the team kind of went under a little bit. With Mike White, mm. it was a whole different story. you got to give credit to Michael for that play calling, particularly on that first drive for that first touchdown. You could tell the Cincinnati Bengals defense was bamboozled. They looked like Cringer yep. instead of Battle Cat for all my He-Man fans out there. <laughs> and it just kind of rolled over to the rest of the game. Uh, give credit to the defense, only 41 yards rushing, like you stated in your video. Uh, I thought Jamar Chase was going to get at least two touchdowns. He only had one TD, for, and he only had, what, 32 yards. It was a team effort. Yep. Obviously, Mike White was the guiding light, so to speak, for that victory. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as there being a quarterback controversy, not yet. Talk about- uh, do I think that they can beat the Colts? Absolutely. But So mm-hmm. let's say they beat the Colts. They've got Buffalo November the 14th at home. If Mike White is still the starter, which I think he will be, if he can beat the Colts uh, this coming Thursday and Buffalo November the 14th, oh, baby, do we have a quarterback controversy in New York then. But those, yeah. well, let's, yeah. let's worry about the Colts first. And if we mm-hmm. can beat the Colts on uh, Thursday, the November 14 game against Buffalo, that's going to be where there's either going to be a big quarterback controversy or not. That's just my thoughts on yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And you're bringing the fire so far, Kevin. And listen, this is my thoughts as well. I'm going to play devil's advocate for those of, you know, because I'm not really on either side. I'm still trying to think about this situation. But let's say that Mike White does come out, has another phenomenal performance against the Colts. Like you said, we got the Bills coming up. If Wilson is ready to go. Can you just throw him in there against the Bills? This is a phenomenal defense. One of the better teams in the AFC that's ready to go. He's going to be coming in there off of an injury. Cold, it would be it would be tough. I know it would be extremely tough for him. And that's just my look from the other side. You know, but again, I'm looking at it like, hey, we got the Colts coming up. We need to focus on that. We need to see what, what White does in that game, discussing whether you know, he should be the quarterback full-time or thinking we have a quarterback controversy right now. This is just one really good game. And, again, I can't think of the last time that a Jets quarterback has thrown for 400 yards and looked the way that he's looked so far. So going to the defensive side of the ball, because you brought it up as well, that the shutdown, of, you know, the, the way that we looked and were able to kind of shut down Jamar Chase and he didn't just go off against us. 
I think I credit that a lot to the front as well because let me tell you something. Quinn yes. and Williams were showing up. They were getting after Joe Burrow. Can you speak to how much disruption you saw from Quinn and Williams also able to shut down this running game as well? I saw nothing but disruption for the whole, from the whole Jets' defense. Now, obviously, they didn't get a shutout or anything like that. It is a bend but mm-hmm. don't break defense. But what I really liked was they made plays when they needed to. You had the sack on yeah. fourth down early in the game. Of course, the, the big play was the interception by Shaq Lawson. So you're seeing a young team that had that one moment where they realized, hey, we can win these close games. We can be yeah. up there with one of the best teams in the conference. Let's see what happens Thursday with the Colts because obviously we are flying high. We got Mike White yeah. hot as, as can be. Uh, let's yep. just be let's just be realistic here. Uh, like Bill Parcells said, let's not get the anointing oil, okay? Let's not yep. put Mike White in the Hall of Fame just yet, okay? It's yep. one game. Let, let's just let's just see what happens. Now, as far as what you said earlier about uh, Zach maybe coming in against Buffalo, uh, I repeat, if they beat the Colts, I would start Mike White against the against mm. Buffalo. If he mm. comes back down to earth, then I put Zach Wilson in. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Now, listen, you talked about this Colts game as well. That's what's coming up. It's on a short week. Do you think the New York Jets defense will be prepared to get after Carson Wentz? Because he does have it. When you get in his face and you bang him around, he tends to turn the football over. Do you think the Jets will be able to get a pass rush on this Colts offensive team? Yes, yes, absolutely. We, uh, we have seen uh, Carson Wentz be a turnover machine. So you best believe that the front seven is going to get after it. And I, I see Carson Wentz throwing uh, a couple of picks. I agree with the previous caller. I definitely see Carson Wentz throwing a pick in the fourth quarter, and I think that's going to turn the momentum of the game in the favor of the New York Jets. And I see the Jets winning 30-17 to 17 on Thursday. Ooh, 30-17, to 17. that's what I'm talking about. But, Listen, Kevin, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Man, I got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good night, my yes, friend. Yes, sir. Love you, All right. Listen, thank you so much. Salutes to Kevin again for calling in. I want to thank him for calling in. Fire, so much fire, man. So much fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. Chris Salutes, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You can't call in early. Give me your thoughts about this New York Jets win over the Bengals, man. How surprised were you about the offensive play calling of LaFleur? <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> what did I tell you last week, Joe? What did I yeah, tell you did. last week? I said we were going to win. Mm-hmm. I also said we're yeah. going to trust our backup quarterback. You did. This you did. One? You did. Exactly. You, did. you see, you this did it, Chris. is what happens. This is mm-hmm. what happens when you trust your backup quarterback. Okay. And you put the chemistry. I'm, I'm not going to – I have nothing to say. You called in and you said just that. You told us, hey, listen, I'm, I'm taking the Jets. It's going to be a big win. We're going to come in. We're going to, you know, Mike White, I trust him. I know he's going to be able to take care of the football. You told us that, Chris. You told us that, and, and there's, nothing, there's nothing we can take away from you there, man. There's nothing we can take, care, take away from you. Salutes to you, Chris. Hey! 
I'm going to give you your flowers, man. I'm going to give you your flowers. Go ahead. Ask me your question, Chris. So everyone did a good job. I think everyone Mm -hmm. did a good job. My favorite play was the flea Mm -hmm. flicker for the two-point conversion. That was my favorite. Oh, yes, sir. I think it was. Yes. I don't know if it was on the third or the fourth quarter. I don't remember that. But I know it was was beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't no, need to say I, much I, I was because I knew, I knew. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here, here we go. go. Chris talking his talk. He said, "I ain't gotta say nothing. I already knew this. Y'all was so far behind me in my takes. Y'all just catching up." Listen, Chris, we hear you. Okay, you talked that talk. You told us about what time it was. You told us that you know the offense was nothing to be played with, and everything is going to be taken care. Salute to you. You told us these things, but now we're going into a game against the Colts on a short week. All right, Chris, I want you to talk to me about this game because you had it put together against the Bengals. Now you look at this victory as a big victory, right? I'm concerned that this young team will come in off this big victory with a lot of bravado. You know, they've been celebrating. It's been a big win, and that will cause them to kind of sleepwalk into this game. Are you concerned that Sulla and this coaching staff won't be able to put these young, young kids, these young players, won't be able to get their head on correctly to make sure that they can go in there and execute against the Colts? Do you think they will have them ready to go, Chris? Joe, Savages? You don't have to worry about a thing. They're going to be mm. just fine. This is a banged-up Colts team that are in, that it's in the middle of a rebuild. We have nothing to worry about them. The offense mm. is going to do just fine. Mike White is going to throw two touchdowns, and he's going to throw a couple of completions. Defense, okay. Okay. don't worry about that. Give, you must trust your okay. defense. Trust your defense. Okay. They're going to be just fine. Well, so, give me I'm your final score for the game. Give me your final score for the game, then, man. This game is going to be by a field goal, so I'm gonna. And it's gonna okay. be close. So I predict we're gonna win 34-31. And watch, you're gonna Ooh. be happy again, Joe. Oh, listen, 34-31. <laughs> listen, Chris. Phenomenal call. You spit your takes. I respect you. I got to get back to these lines, my man. You have yourself a good night. You too, buddy. Enjoy it. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Listen, Chris called in. He said, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I told you this. You ain't got to worry about it. Don't trip. Everything's taken care of. We already told you. Like, (laughs) I I called in and told you, listen, we about to win. Mike White's going to be fine. The defense is going to be fine, bro. Don't, don't, what, what are you talking about? We got this one. You the one that didn't, you know, everybody else was the one tri- tripping. I'm good. That's what he said. And, I mean, look, he did say that. He did call in and take the Jets early, and everybody was looking crazy. Now we, you know, we're catching up to Chris. So salute to Chris again for calling in. Again, the number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom. Venom G's, yo, listen, for those of you that do not know Venom G's, he's a savage. He's a savage. Venom. I want to thank you for calling. Yo, yo. Listen, man. Jets beat the Bengals. Let's talk about it. The offensive play calling was phenomenal. 
Give me your thoughts about Talk Michael about Floor up in that booth, man. Give me your thoughts about what Yo. you saw from him in the play calling in that booth. Talk man. about it. Yo, Joe, he better stay his butt in that booth, man. That's all I know. <laughs> it, 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 it's <laughs> stay your butt in the booth. That's wrong. We need you up there. And and you know what's the, uh, so ironic? His worst games are when he's on the floor. In the preseason, he was up in the booth as well. And we saw it looks it looks like the offense could be moving, you know. Yeah. So I, I I give him I give him his his props. He he deserves his props. My man Mike yeah. Wizite he needs that too. Mm. My man Mike Wizite yeah. he he put it on he put it on out there, yeah. you know. So yeah. they you know the whole team top to bottom deserves it, man. They kudos to everybody, man. Yep. And, and you know what was the most interesting part? Not even the offense. The offense was dynamic, but the first and second drive for the Bengals, when the defense stopped them in the red zone, both plays. That was that was big boy football. Yep. Yeah. Boy no, you're, you're right talking there, absolute facts. But but listen here. Listen yep. here. First off, salute salute to Savage Mike LaFleur. Mikey LaFleur is in my chat right now going off. Salute to him. You know what I'm saying? He says, I'm here yeah. to stay. All right? Look, look I, you know, but I, I want to go back to this offense real quick for you. Like you said, the defense was phenomenal. We'll get there in a little bit. Give me your mm-hmm. thoughts about some Jets fans that are starting to say, hey, we got a QB controversy here. It doesn't matter if Zach Wilson is healthy or not that they should stick with Mike White for the rest of the season. What are your thoughts about that, Venom? Are oh. you one of those fans that will no. see Mike White be the starter for the rest of the season? Talk to me. Not the, I, I, Joe, you know, Come on. oh, man, you ride the, you ride yeah. the hot hand, <laughs> Here we man. Go. I, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I could say. Ride the hot hand. If Mike White start looking like Zach Wilson used to, then you got to bring Zach in. But if he's making his offense look prolific like it did why would you go yeah. back why would you go we don't mm. want to be frustrated again i don't want to be frustrated i don't want to have to yeah. cuss on the long beach show show i don't want to have to do oh that. please don't i want to i, <laughs> I, I want to be here <laughs> i want to yeah. be here uh, happy having this discussion man mm-hmm. yeah. you also so yeah. if mike white is, is is even the last caller i think his name is chris he said oh yeah in new england when Testaverde got hurt, they had they had Tom Brady right there for the next twenty years. Who knows what Mike White could be? But he came out and showed us what what he could be, you know. And if he yeah. could be this, I, I I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he yeah. listen again, I'm a guy. I'm going game by game. But if he plays extremely yeah. well against yeah. the Colts, it's going to be tough to sit him down. I'll, I'm gonna I'm just saying that yeah. it's, it's going to be tough to look at him take a seat. <laughs> If he comes out and throws, you know, upper 200, 300 yards and the, the offense is moving and it's phenomenal, it's going to be tough to see him sit down, man. But we're yeah. going to go to the defense a little bit, man. Give me your thoughts on us being able to stop Jamar Chase. Three catches, 32 yards, and a touchdown. Were you shocked that this young secondary oh. was able to slow this guy down, man? God, I, I was I shocked? Man, I was shocked the whole whole game. Man, I was shocked at everything. I, Joe, I was sitting down. I said, "Oh, they fumbled the ball." Once it went off Michael Carter's helmet, and the dude caught it, I was yep. like, "Oh, it's over. It's over." That defense stood yep. up, held their ground. 
I was like, oh, shoot, this is this is a different Jets team, you know, and yeah. I think it is once you see somebody like Mike White, that, that Rocky, it's that, that Rocky saga, once somebody from yeah. nowhere come up, get something, you bring all your guys with you because all, every player feels like they're from nothing now. Nobody know them. Mike White, who? Mm. Now everybody's feeling like that. Who are we? We the Jets. They talking slick about us? Let's show them. Yeah. Let's show them who Mike White yeah. is. Let's show them who Michael Carter is. Let's show them who, who Quincy William is. Everybody's coming out there and balling. Gerard Davis yeah. back. Let's remember what we do. We, we're going to show him that's what they did. They showed us. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now no. we're going into this Colts game on a short week, bro. It's a short week, right? We're coming into this Colts game. This is a team, NFL team. They've got talent on that squad. What are your expectations yeah. of Mike White in this game? Do you think he has another – you know, 400-yard game in him? Do you think he throws for 300 yards? What are you expecting from him going against this Colts team on a short week? I think once you once you don't have tape out there on you, you come in and people mm-hmm. don't know what to expect from you. But now once people see you, they be like, oh, okay, we know how to slow him down a little. I don't think he's going to have 400. I think he's going to have mm-hmm. in the upward 200 somewhere up there. You know, he's going to get some touchdowns. He, he knows how to run this offense. He, it seems like it's tailored for him. And Zach needs to sit down and chill a little bit and let Mike White hold his just, – just learn under Mike White for a little bit, you know, and just yeah. let, let him show you how to run the offense. Don't and, – and I think that's what it was. Zach was looking for deep bombs, and, and Mike White is just taking whatever they give him. If it's, if it's exactly. underneath – I'm going to dump it to the running back. He's going to get 10, 15. If he gets sick, we live to fight another down. Yeah. yeah but I, I yeah. think, I think I, it's I, going to be tough. It's going to be close. Yeah. Listen, Venom, and, and what you said again, uh, about Mike White, I, I'm right there with you. I, what I saw was him take a lot of the stuff that the defense was getting him, and those small mm-hmm. little, you know, again, the, the drives were four yards, three yards, five yards, five yards, two yards, another yeah. four yards, you know, just continue to move the chain. That set up the stuff deeper down the field because then they were like, oh, whoa, we got to yeah. start making sure we take care of stuff in front of us. And then he was able to get some deeper routes. He hit some guys for some, some deep routes later on in that game. And, again, we saw him yeah. get the ball out of his hands quickly, decisively. He was very smart with the football, too. And, I mean, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. So my final question yeah. before I let you go, because you, you bring in some takes right now, man. Give me your final score prediction for this Jets game coming up against the Colts, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? I can't go against my guys. I'm going to say we're going to take this one. Ah, it'll probably be 14 to 28 Jets. Ooh, 14 28 Jets. Oh, yeah. Listen, Venom, I yeah. want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. You have yourself a good one, bro. Yo, you too, Joe. Have a good one, guys. All the savages have a joke. Absolutely. Salute, salute. So I want to thank Venom again for calling in. That guy knows his Jets, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please be patient. The lines are hot. We're getting to everybody on the line. Also, if you're watching me, no matter where you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the stream. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you want to give to the Super Chat, please do. The Cash App is there as well. Please do as well. Anyone that supports the stream, 
Again, Leon Kennedy, all the guys that have, uh, you know, given to the stream, I want to thank you folks for doing that. It is greatly appreciated, all right? We're going to keep moving to these lines. Next, we're going to my guy, Colin. Colin, salute, salute, salute. Good to see you tonight. Good to talk to you. Listen, Colin, we're coming off this win against the Bengals, my man. <laughs> Give me your thoughts about Mike White's performance. 400 yards, man. How are you feeling about the way that he played out there? Hey, Joe, good night. Um First, first of all, with Mike White, um, phenomenal game with him coming in yeah. as a back quarterback, um, which you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was, I'm, I'm not a big Zach Wilson fan. Okay. You know, the the one thing I don't want to see happening is we have a quarterback controversy in New York, right? We invested a second mm-hmm. round pick in a second, second overall second pick in Zach Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. we need to see the same thing from Zach Wilson. So, you know, I know a lot of guys are saying, hey, you know, bench Zach if, if, if Mike White continues to play good. But I, I rather see us winning with Zach than winning with Mike White because then where does that mm-hmm. lead us, right? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, Mike White can do, do well again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as Zach is ready to come back in, I, I think – you know, you got to bring him back in, and you got to see if he can do the same thing that Mike White is but, doing. Right? Is is and, and I, and I, is he going to be able to Colin, perform up to his standards as well? Yeah, listen, Colin, I hear good, you. And again, good, I want to thank you for calling in. I'm a I'm a play devil's advocate. Just a second, all right? Just for a second. Mm-hmm. Now, I hear what you're saying. I'm playing devil's advocate. If I'm a guy that's looking at it this way, I'm saying to myself, I understand. You know, if Mike White is playing well, you know, if he comes again, this was a 400 yard game. If he goes in and play against the Colts and the offense looks exactly the same way where they're moving the football down the field and he's able to complete drives and we're scoring early in games and the offense is just pumping and rolling and he has, you know, another solid game, then how can you take away from riding the hot hand? How can you look at that type of performance after, again, we've seen Zach Wilson for these past weeks. We've seen that, you know, we've seen the offenses come out and sleepwalk. We saw a four-interception game against New England. We saw a lot of issues where, again, even coaches are coming out saying, hey, he's got to stop trying to take these deep shots and stop playing all this, you know, crazy football. He's got to tone it down and make the boring plays. We've seen that for a lump of games. Right. We if did. Mike yep. White starts getting hot, and... how, can, how can you turn away from him? I'm just playing devil's advocate. How can you turn yeah. away from him if he starts to play well? Why can't you just ride the hot hand? I mean, you can, but where where does that lead us, right? Um, I, you know, now Mike, that Michael Schwartz is up in up in the booth, right? Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson now has, you know, comes back. He he has to prove that. Okay, you know what? With Mike up in the booth, I can play the same way. You know, I I can I can throw these short passes, but I also mm-hmm. can throw the deep passes too, right? And mm-hmm. and that's what that's what we that's why we picked this guy. <laughs> We picked him because yep. he has to be, you know, our quarterback of the future. We we can't start second guessing, you know, if Mike White continues to play good. We 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 gotta put Zach Wilson back in in the fire right away when he's ready to come back in. Because um, you know, even if the team is winning with Mike White, I mean, like I said, where where does that lead us? Leave us with with Zach yeah. Wilson, right? Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, you know, kudos to Mike White. I- right, for, for yeah. breaking records, but, um, you know, I, I want to see 
Zach back on the field, and I want to see Michael Floor in the booth, and I want to see how, you know, how that's going to work out. Yeah. No, listen, listen, I, I hear you. I'm just – I'm a guy sitting here saying if Mike White comes out and plays well again, it's going to be mm-hmm. tough, especially when the next game after this Colts game is the Bills. That means if you want to throw Zach Wilson in there, he'd be coming out cold, fresh off of an injury against one of the best defenses in the league that has pass rushers galore, that can get after it galore. That, that's a tough game to come back to. You know what I'm saying? But I understand yeah, you I, take there, Colin. Now, I, 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 I want to go. I want to play that game. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to play that game because Robert Sala already said that, you know, they're hoping that they can get him practicing by that game. So mm-hmm. I think, I think you know, Sal has already made up his mind that he's not going to bring him back in to the Buffalo game. Yeah. So, you know, most I mean, likely he, it will be the game, the game after. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, then again, we got, we got, we got teams coming up. Cause I think after, even after the bills, the dolphins and the dolphins is a tough team as well, too. They're a team that's scrappy that can fight. We've seen them put some things together. So we'll see what happens going forward. But I want to talk to you about this upcoming yeah. Colts game, Colin, because let me tell you something. This is a short yeah. week. Right, that's a really short week. Do you think that Sully and his coaching staff will have this young team prepared to face the Colts after you know coming off of a big win? Are you concerned that they'll come in here and sleepwalk? No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I think with the performance they had Sunday, it's going to carry over into that game. Um, mm-hmm. It's just going to be a matter of you know, like I went back and I watched some Mike White um, college um, highlights and. You know, what I saw out of him is he's a guy that 90% of his passes are going to be the short passes. He he, he reads, reads the field, and he'll, he'll, he'll take what's given, and that's the mm-hmm. difference we saw, right? He, he threw a lot of short passes, which turned out to be, you know, big yardage after the catch. Um, yeah. You know, Michael, Michael Carter had, like, 97 yards receiving plus 77 yards rushing. Um, Russian, so yeah. Mike, Mike White, Mike White plays the game safe, and he let the mm-hmm. players do what they have to do. Right? Um, yeah. I don't think nothing's going to really change. I think you're, you know, we're still going to see a good football game, right, mm-hmm. against the Colts. Um, it's going to be close too. It's going to be a close game. Okay. Give me your final score prediction, man. Uh, uh, I'll say. 20, 27, 24, Jets. 27, 24, Jets, let's go. Listen, Colin, I got to get back to these lines, man. You have yourself a good one, all right? All right, Joe, take care. All right, listen, Colin calling in. I understand. I think it's, it's a tough situation. I'm going game by game. I'm ready to see, but let me tell you something. If Mike White, you know, plays well against the Colts, it's going to be a tough conversation to have. And, again, I want to answer a lot of these Jets fans, too, that are saying, well, you know, Mike White, he doesn't have that arm. He doesn't have as much arm space as Zach Wilson. He's a guy that just kind of takes what the defense gives him and dumps it off. That's what the NFL is about, man. That's what this offense is asking him to do. I know a lot of people look at Aaron Rodgers and all these other guys and just take it up the top. And, again, Aaron Rodgers is a smart QB, too. The NFL and the NFL, moving the chains is what it's all about. If you can find a quarterback to stabilize your offense that can just dink his dunk his way down the field and take the deep shot when necessary, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. We've seen worse quarterbacks be, a, be go out there game-managing guys, 
go out there and win Super Bowls. We've seen it. You don't have to be super flashy in this league. Not everybody has to play quarterback that way. If you can go out there and just constantly move the chains, be careful with the football, don't cause a bunch of turnovers, you can win. Okay? I don't know if y'all remember a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. At least when he was here, he wasn't some like guy that was bombing down the field. And he holds most of our offensive records. That should tell you something about how bad the Jets offense has been over these years. All right? I'm not lying about that. We're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Please give the stream a like wherever you're watching me from. Also, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, subscribe to the stream and hit that notification bell. We're going to get back to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, Bill. Bill, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Bill. Bill always has some solid takes. Listen, Bill, Jets have a big win over the Bengals, man. What are your thoughts about the performance of Mike White, man? There's so many people talking about him and what he did. How do you feel about, you know, how do you feel about his performance against the Bengals 400 yards? What is up, Joe? It's a very good day to have a talk with you when we have such a good win. Mike White, absolutely. take a look at what you have with Mike White. Everyone wants to look at him as some guy came out of nowhere. He's been in the league for a couple of years, okay? He's a pro. He didn't get mm-hmm. cut. He's been around. He's also a guy who went to two colleges. So, you know, I think when the Jets picked him up, they wanted a guy who was going to be in the, the QB room to help Zach out in terms of digesting game plans. But it yep. was a situation where you have a guy who's been around and he has more experience. He understands he can do more in the offense. You know, we have – it's like if, if we had a kid out of JV – who was really good at JV. He got promoted to varsity. You know, he's a freshman. You know, he's, had, he's got a lot to learn. You know, if you had a kid who was going mm-hmm. to a local college with DJ, if you put him in your seat, there's a lot for him to learn. Same thing with Zach. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean that because Mike is having success and Zach, we got we to flush Zach or there's a controversy. You know, back in the day, they used to have a guy sit. He'd sit for a little bit and learn the, learn the game. You know, the guy moved across the country. He left Utah. He left mom and dad. And he's out here in the city and he's running around. He's got a million dollars in his pocket. Give him some time. This was maybe a good thing. Yeah. Maybe it was good. Happened. So he could sit down. He could look for a different perspective. They got Flacco in there. Flacco can kind of, you know, show them also how to prepare. It's an opportunity for him to kind of sit tight uh, and, and let Mike kind of run with it. I mean, you have a guy who's been around. You can do more with him on the offense. Everyone wants to, to look mm-hmm. and see if LaFleur became a wizard. It's probably the same LaFleur offense. I mean, I looked at the game uh, a couple of times. I haven't looked at it in detail, but I, I can't imagine he did a whole lot different. It's just a matter of someone who could kind of process more because there's more experience. So it's, you know, everything came together. He got the offense going out there, and, you know, they know Mike is, uh, you know, he's got a better mastery of the offense. So, you know, they performed. So it was a great victory. It was a great game. Very excited. Looking forward to the next game. (laughs) Yeah, no, listen, and again, Bill, I want to thank you for calling in. I hear you. I'm looking at the situation like this, and this is what I want to ask you next as well. Now, I know you talked about, hey, you know, you, Zach Wilson can sit down, but when Zach Wilson is fully healthy, there's a lot of Jets fans out there saying, look, I don't care if he's healthy or not, <laughs> okay? I want Mike yeah. White starting until the season ends. I want Mike White starting until the season ends. The offense has not looked like this before. Now, I will say this. I understand you said maybe it was the same thing. To me, this offense looked way better with LaFleur in the booth. Because when LaFleur was in that booth, we saw utilization of Elijah Moore. We saw utilization of Denzel Mims. We saw a trickery going on where he was, you know, throwing, throwing pitchbacks. They were throwing down. You know, you had uh, all kinds of things going on out there, right, that we had not seen creativeness, that we had not seen all season, the ability to attack. Right. So I think he's just better in the booth 
than he is on the floor. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I think they brought in John Beck as well to work, you know, with those quarterbacks on the sideline, work with Zach Wilson a little bit more, have him on the staff. But when you look at this situation, what do you say to those Jets fans that are saying, hey, I want, you know, Mike White the rest of the season. Let's just sit him down. Are you okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the smartest thing, look at okay. the situation, right? You have Zach needs to sit anyway. Everyone who, these same guys mm-hmm. who want Zach back, guys who wanted Sam Darnold start day one. Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. we had Teddy Bridgewater, and we had Josh McCown. If Sam could have sat and watched behind those guys, maybe he'd still be with the Jets. But they rushed him out. Again, like I say, if a guy go from JV to varsity, there's a lot to learn, and it's hard to learn on the job. Some guys don't learn doing. Some guys learn watching. Maybe that's a situation mm-hmm. they were have to consider. So, I, I'm saying, you know, if you have Mike going out there, have him go out there, okay, have him perform. Yeah. Zach is the guy. He's going to be the guy for the next four to five years, maybe longer, okay? But it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for him to kind of get up this speed. And then what do you have at the end of the season? You have some trade opportunities for Mike. You know, I mean, that's an opportunity that we could do. That's what they parlayed uh, Jimmy Garofalo. They got some nice draft capital out of him from uh, when they traded him to San Francisco. So, you know, I think from the big yeah. picture, I don't think we can lose – I think uh, rushing back to get to Zach just because people feel like you have to have it. I still have not heard a, a, a coherent argument as to why you have to have Zach back so quickly. I mean, it's very strange. <laughs> it's just, you have to get him back. Well, why? Because you have to get him back. Well, why do we have to get him back? I think what you need to do is just like you did. You, you know, I'm, an old, I'm not a young guy. I'm an older dude. I used to watch football back in the yeah. day where you had a guy. He sat. He learned. He held the clipboard. That's what I'd say. The guy's yeah. holding the clipboard. Sometimes to understand the game. Get up to speed. Zach has a lot of upside potential, but it's clear that everyone in that hole understands that you know they're, they're limited with what they can do because he's still getting up to speed, which is fine. Yeah. Let him get up to speed. Let him learn. Let him get in that QB room with a couple of veterans who have been there. Flacco, as much as a lot of guys weren't happy to see him back, it seems like the guy understands his place at this point in his career that he needs to go ahead and help build an organization in the QB room, and he can give a lot of experience to Zach and to Mike. And, and then, you know, we'll see how this thing goes. But I think the – the smart move, I think Sal is a smart guy. This is a blessing in disguise. They're going to ride the wheels with Mike till the wheels fall off. A situation comes up where either maybe they trade him. I don't know what Joe D's going to do if, uh, if Zach's coming in because, you know, you have to believe, even though the fan base was expecting a lot of great things, management wasn't expecting a great season. I mean, they have a brand-new coach. You have a brand-new offensive coordinator, and you have a rookie QB. I don't think they were really expecting a whole lot. I know that some guys have had a lot of success, but – those are guys who came into situations with a lot more around them than we had. We had a lot of guys who were – their talent, and I think that the talent is not there, but everyone's new. So let's give the team some time to gel. This is a long-term project. Let's enjoy the, the, the track record right now. Let's enjoy the opportunity. Let Mike give him his flowers and, you know, ride out the rest of the year. Yeah. Now my final question before I let you go, Bill, is you got this game coming up against the Colts short week. Do you think that Sella – and LaFleur will have this young team prepared to go against the Colts, man, because, you know, there's been a lot of celebration. Do you think they'll be able to get their heads on straight and get going on this short week against the Colts? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no question. This is going to be a victory. No, no question. Definitely going to be a victory. Oh, you give me your final score prediction. Oh, okay. Well, the score is going to come down to a couple of things. First of all, you have on the offensive side for the Jets, you know, we have, like someone said, no tape on Mike White. You have um, a banged-up Colts in the uh, – uh, they, they lost that defensive lineman. They got the interception and tore up his knee. Then you have some injuries yep. in the secondary. There's a lot of question marks on that side. We have an invigorated team coming off a win, high offensive output game, so they want to continue that. Then on the uh, defensive side, I was watching some of the Colts games. Obviously, we all know that Wentz, you know, he has some decision-making issues. They're going to probably kind of clamp that in. Don't make mistakes. Don't make mistakes. He's going to be playing 
second guessing himself a lot. Going to give the opportunity to, you know, uh, just hesitate, give our offensive uh, defensive line a chance to kind of get in there, put pressure on him. So I'm seeing that as being a, 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 a game that you know we should really have wrapped up. I mean, they're coming off a heartbreaking loss. They played overtime game in a short week. They play an extra quarter. Uh, they have extra recovery, you know. So it's going to be a lot of. It could be really challenging for the Colts to show up. So I would think that um, this week, after last week's performance, I'm saying like uh, assuming a couple of wins and exceptions, probably 33-12 Jets. 33-12. Listen, Bill, it's phenomenal to speak with you, my friend. You have yourself a good night. All right. Take care, man. All right. Listen, Bill calling in. He knows his Jets. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We are taking all callers next. I'm going to my guy, Sebastian. Sebastian, we're coming directly to you. Salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, my friend, I want you to give me your thoughts about this Jets victory over the Bengals, man. What are your thoughts about the performance of Mike White? Oh, man. What's up, Joe? Um, What's going on? That performance was crazy. Mike White came out of nowhere. Like many of the callers, I thought, you know, uh, after the first INT, we were done for. But just mm. seeing him check down, like just, just the fact that we were checking down was a big step for me yep. in my mind, you know, because that to me shows intelligence. A lot of people are knocking this guy for, for, for checking down passes. And, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, this is a league where, the, you know, the check down pass and, and, and running in space really is what's going to get you, you know, a good chunk of yards. So I'm proud exactly. of him. Yeah. I'm proud of the whole squad. I love it, man. Like, this was great. You know, I, it felt good to have my Jets flag hanging outside the house here in San Diego. So it was all right. That's what I'm talking about now. There's a lot of Jets fans that are looking at this situation saying, we got ourselves a QB controversy. There's a lot of Jets fans saying, mm-hmm. I don't give a crap if Wilson is healthy. We better play Mike White the rest of the season. Are you one of those fans? I mean, if Mike White is playing lights out, right, which we have to Mm -hmm. to see, obviously, over the course of three, four games, you know, but Mm -hmm. if he's playing lights out, I don't care if this guy's number two. You know what number two overall pick says to me? It says high trade value. So, honestly, you know, this is about the organization going forward and and, and us as a fan base, you know, getting something back for, for our investment as fans. And I think if you got mm-hmm. a high hand like Mike White coming out here with a great story, like your other caller had said, you know, this great story, if he can match his play to this story and keep these guys energized, why not, man? I mean, you know, Zach Wilson was great, but we only saw a small sample size of him, honestly. You know, we, we really yeah. haven't, you know, and, and, and that's also to his credit, too. We've seen a small sample size, so maybe he can come back and play a little better with a little more control. But overall, I mean, if Mike's got a hot hand, let's go. Yeah. No, listen, I hear you, man. And my next question for you is, what were your thoughts about the play of Michael Carter? Because I think everybody talks about Mike White oh. and all these. But let me tell you something. Michael Carter was man. phenomenal. Man. Phenomenal. Man. Led us in rushing, led man. us in receiving. This is a young guy man. that we're seeing come about, man. And, again, like we talked about in this league, backs that can come out the backfield, catch the football, make plays. Bro. <laughs> Another rookie. They can do big things for you Another rookie. Another rookie, and this is also another tip of the hat to Joe Douglas. You know, another tip of the hat to Joe Douglas here. You know, also we're still seeing him play out his career here. But, man, Michael Carter, a running back like I've never seen, you know, coming out the backfield like that, especially hitting the hole like that. 
He hits the hole with intensity. He chops his legs. He moves. When he came out of that spin, I forget what player it was. He came out of a tackle into a yeah. spin, and he picked up another six, seven yards. And you, he's chopping his feet. He's determined. I don't think that he's letting a lot of this noise in New York get to him as a rookie. I think he's coming out with intensity, and, and, and I think he's going to play a big, big, big part. They're probably going to load the box on, on Mike White. They're going to take away the short pass, and he's going to come in, and he's going to open up the play action. And I think Mike's going to take only a few shots downfield, but we're going to cash in on those. Yeah. And now you went to the so, Colts, yeah, and I, that's I was, what I wanted to talk to you about, my friend. Listen, do you think that – you know, you, you talked about the offense. You talked about you think, hey, Carter's going to have a big part in the offense. But do you think that our defense will be able to get after Carson Wentz? Do you think we'll be able to get the pass rush on him, man? Yes. Yes, 100%. Because Carson Wentz is holding the ball too long, and he gets skittish. He's throwing interceptions left and right like nobody's business. So mm-hmm. I think that between our just, just our defensive four, our, our front four with Rankins and Williams and all these guys, the front four is going to dominate on, on Thursday. I, I got a strong feeling that mm. we're going to get to Wentz, and I think not even that. And then I think we have ball hawks at the cornerback position because they were leaving yeah. these guys on man-to-man coverage, and, and we were doing work. You know what I mean? We, we gave a couple mm-hmm. plays up, but we have some young ball hawks at the cornerback position. We have a stout, yeah. stout defensive line. I don't see any problem with us taking down the Colts on Thursday. I see no problem with our defense taking down the Colts' uh, offense on Thursday. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Give me your final score prediction, Sebastian. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Ooh, I think I think we stall them out for, for two consecutive field goals, and then they might hit a late one on us. So I'm going to give it – I'm going to give us – I'm going to say 24-13 Jets. 24-13 Jets. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Listen, Sebastian, it was great to speak to you, my friend. I got to get back to these lines. They are hot. You have yourself a good one, all right? All right, Joe. Let's go, Jess. Get up. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, man. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. When you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody, okay? I know I have new viewers, new listeners, new callers. Listen, when you call in, don't curse because I'll get you out of here fast. Talking fashion, we got Adam Gaze out of here. Get out of here, Adam Gaze. Goodness gracious. That guy needed to go. Now look where we're at. We're celebrating victories. We're celebrating good coaching. That's what we needed, all right? So, again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in and also give the stream a like and subscribe as well if you're on YouTube. Next, I'm going to my guy, CT. CT, I'm coming directly to you. I want to thank you for calling in today, CT. CT, give me your thoughts about this Jets victory against the Bengals. How did you feel about Mike LaFleur's play calling, man? I thought it was fantastic, Joe, man. I'm really excited to see that he finally Mm -hmm. went up to the box, first of all. And um, he put together a really creative game. And I know this is what the fan base has been looking for. Um, I had faith in him all along. I really did. I didn't think the play calling was as bad, but I just know how hard it can be to uh, call a game when you are already down, you know, and and you start pressing, you know, a little bit, um, not to mention with, you know, a rookie quarterback. But um, mm-hmm. with all that being said, you know, with Mike White, it might have taken um, – 
um, changed the game plan a little bit, and they found something that worked, you know. So, like, I'm really happy and proud of the team all together because um, it really looked like a whole team effort, including the coaches, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and I mean, when you look at, you know, you talked about Mike White, some of the things that he was able to do out there, just getting the ball out of his hands quickly, put, getting it in the hands of Michael Carter and Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore. He hit Crowder for, I think Crowder had like eight catches in his game, I think. I mean, it was mm-hmm. some really phenomenal offense. I really liked how the offense looked. And, again, it was unpredictable. We saw flea flickers. We saw all kind of things go on. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. like, whoa, yeah. this is a um, trick plays at it. All of it, even the two-point conversion, that was a trick play. Even it was like, wow. Jameson, uh, yeah, Jameson had quite a few receiver, um, receiving yards. He would have had even more yeah. if he didn't fumble it. That was a pretty big play. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, yeah. That, that changed the course of, you know, that play. But, uh, yeah, they played awesome, man. Like, I was so shocked, yeah. bro. Like, I was mm-hmm. stunned because I, I couldn't believe it. Like, it just was something that I don't think any of us saw coming, but I'm super proud to see this team put it together. More than anything, this is a culture win. I believe that, you know, yeah. this adds more fuel to the fire that these young cats can do it when they put their mind to it. And it was with the top team in the AFC. So let's just go. Let's see if we can stack on this. Yeah. And that's where I want to go with you next, man, to this Colts game. Give me your thoughts. It's a short week, man. How do you think we fare against the Colts? And do you think that we'll see Mike White be able to go out there and kind of have a repeat performance of what we saw in this game? I hope so. I hope so. I know that uh, the the Colts have been having a, a rough go at it, uh, but um, and they might come out hot. But they, you know, we're on a short week. Um, we're gonna have to go out there and get this victory, man. I just I think this is a game that you guys got to make a statement. You know, who are you, you know? Just make a statement. Back to back wins. We've yet to do that this year. We haven't done that in years, honestly, to be honest. So it, it's mm-hmm. something that this family, I think, would really, really be able to hang our hat on this week and really see, all right, this, this is something new. This is really starting to change, you know, the, the, you know, yep. the, the culture of this team and, and the fan base. So we can maybe just start to expect, you know, um, something better. You know, I see, I see that, you know, Joe Douglas is making moves still, bringing in the new offensive lineman, getting rid of Dan Brown, which is pretty much a player that yep. wasn't playing for us. Really. Uh, and exactly. how about to both the offensive line? Great. It's a great move effort in the um, – before the trade deadline, you know, to get an offensive lineman in here, we've been talking about getting people to, you know, come in for a grand Van Roten and, you know, maybe sure up that line. So we'll see how it goes forward. But uh, I'm super excited. I think that when it comes down to it, what we saw more than anything was that we had a competitive game from bell to bell, from whistle to whistle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they never quit, uh, and they started hot for, for once. You know, I actually told you last time I called in, I was like, all I want is to score in the first half. They went out there, they flipped a coin, <laughs> they, they chose to receive it, and then they went down there and scored right away. So they gave me what I needed off, off the beginning <laughs> first drive of the game. And I was like, okay, okay, this is what I'm talking about, you know? But, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you did know? say that, so, I'm not, you know, you did, did say that. You, yeah. did, you absolutely did say that. Yeah. So, and now, listen, so, man. I was happy. Yeah. Absolutely. So give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Colts, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Uh, I've got to say we got, we got this one. I think we got this one. I'm going to go with uh, us taking the victory at um, 27-17. 
Listen, CT, I got to get back to these lines. They're hot. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Right, you have yourself a good one. All right. Listen, CT calling in with the fire. Salute to CT. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please be patient when you're on the lines. We'll get to everybody. Be patient. We got quite a bit of callers. All right. So next I'm going to my guy. Angelo, 862, please, you know, be patient. Steve, Jason, please be patient. Angelo, we're coming directly to you. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, my friend, this was a big performance by Mike White, man. What are your thoughts about his 400-plus yard game? How are you feeling about him today? You know what's even more impressive is he went 37 of 45. I mean, look at the mm-hmm. completion percentage. I mean, my, and then you see, mm-hmm. guys, everybody got – a reception. Denzel Mim had two. Uh, you know, our rookie receiver got had a six reception, 67, y- 67 yards. I mean, everybody got the ball. And that's what this offense yep. is built. It's built on short passing, you know, nothing crazy. And I think Zach Wilson will learn that. I mean, right now, Mike White's looking pretty good. I mean, he's looking pretty good in this offense. So at this point, I mean, if Zach Wilson's not 100%, man, sit him. It's okay to sit the first year and sit behind a guy who, who has mm-hmm. more experience. I mean, I know we took a number two overall pick, but right now Mike White is the better quarterback for this team. I mean, by mm. far. And it's kind of funny okay. how, look at that, we beat, we beat Tennessee and we beat Cincinnati, two teams that are, are going to be in the playoff. And uh, so mm-hmm. we have potential. This was going to be a learning year. Um, I, I think – I think if Zach Wilson's 100% healthy, I think you got to put him back in. But you know, as soon as he throws an interception, mm. you know, here comes the Mike, the Mike White chance. You know, so it, it, there is yeah. going to be a quarterback controversy. And that, and that, I'll tell you that. If my, yeah, and that opens up that that opens up my question for you though, Angelo, because you said, hey, you know, when he comes back, he's healthy. But if Mike White is playing extremely well, like let's say he goes in there, plays against the Colts, and lights it up again, and then he plays the Bills. You know, if Zach Wilson's not healthy by then, plays the Bills and plays well again. I'm just playing devil's advocate. How do you go away from the hot hand? How do you go away from a guy that has the offense looking way better than we've seen this season? We've seen, what, six games of Zach Wilson? We saw a four-interception game against New England. We saw the offense come out and sleepwalk, stutter. We saw other interceptions. We saw Aaron Balls. We saw all of those things. If Mike White can come out and get this offense to produce early and often, how do you go away from him? even if Wilson is healthy. And you know what? That's Robert Sala's decision to make. And I wonder if he's going to have to sit down with Joe Douglas. He's going to have to sit down with big Joe Douglas and say, Joe, I know you took Zach Wilson number two overall. I know he's our future. Mm -hmm. But right now, we need to play Mike White. And they're going to to, floor Sala and Douglas. They're going to have to sit down and think about it. What's what's best for the Mm -hmm. team? So you're right. Okay. You know, you got to play Mike White. I mean, we look like a pretty good dang team with Mike White out there, and we haven't seen that from Zach Wilson. Let me tell you. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the first big decision for Robert Sala, and that's why we're paying him. That's why we brought him here. And I think mm-hmm. I think uh, you can't let, like, the draft pick, like, make the decision. Just because we drafted him number two overall, you can't, you can't let that be the factor. It's got to be who's the best player. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand, yeah. like, you want it, like, you want to keep guys who your high draft picks, but I mean, we, we think about it. We we cut Morgan for a fourth round quarterback, and that was a good move. They they saw Mike White was better, and and rightfully mm-hmm. so. So you can't hold on to the oh just because we took a number two overall. I mean, we got to let that go. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, if Zach Wilson turns out to be a bust, I mean, 
you can't you can't play him if he's bad just because he's number two overall pick. But uh, I think Jackson yeah. just give him some time. He's young. All the all the quarterbacks are having a heart. Jones in New England, who has the best coaching staff in the NFL. So really, all yeah, the he, rookie quarterbacks are are struggling. Okay, so let's just you know don't just throw Zach Wilson out there. Everybody is. So maybe it is better for them to sit and learn. Let's get some better offensive linemen in there. Let's get Zach a year under. You know, like I said, maybe it's just good to sit and watch and, and learn. Now you got yeah. Flacco in there. Flacco can sit on the sidelines with Zach and be like, hey, Zach, yeah, you know, Mike White did this. That's what he needed. He needed that from the start. We have a rookie offensive coordinator and a rookie quarterback, like, trying to run the offense. I mean, yeah. And we saw what happened the first six games. I mean, so yeah. maybe it is better yeah, I mean, Zach just kind of sits and that's it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're talking facts. You're talking facts, Angela. Now, I want to go to you about this Colts game, man. This is my final question before I let you go. You coming into this Colts game, Mike White has looked hot so far. What are your expectations of him in this Colts game? Do you think he'll have a repeat 400-yard performance against the Colts? You know, he could, but the Colts have a really good defense, and you know what? They're going to stop the run. I think they got the number one rushing defense out there, so really um, it, it's going to limit kind of how we run the offense. So maybe he, he doesn't throw 400 yards because guess what? We can't run the ball. If we can't run the ball, they're going to be protecting the pass. So it's, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult. But the real story is Carson Wentz. I mean, I think we can after him. I think we can make Carson Wentz have a horrible game and um, yep. and lead us to a victory. I think that it's, it's going to be again, it's going to be our defense. Our, our defense has to win this game against the Colts because the Colts defense is for real. I know they just had some injuries, but still, I mean, Mike White had a really good game, and, and the Bengals defense are really good too. So um, you know, maybe he does it again and. Now you see the receivers out there, man. We finally saw, like, what we thought was going to happen at the beginning of the year, man. Like, everybody's getting a couple catches, a couple touchdowns, a Michael Carter tearing it up. Like, we finally saw what we all thought was yeah. going to happen this year in this one game. And guess what? It came against a really good team, and this is a good time for the future. We're not just playing now. Everybody had that feeling, right? Oh, we want to keep losing to get the number one draft pick. We're not, I, I, we don't feel that way anymore. We want to win. We want Seattle yeah. to lose, but we, we, we want to win. You know, we want Seattle's yeah. pick to be higher than our pick. That, that's what we man, want. Dude, Angelo is getting better and better, man. That, that Jamal Adams trade is yep. a gift that just keeps on giving. You know what I'm saying? It's really getting better and better. Yeah. But give me your final score and the Sam Donald trade. from the game and against the, the Colts, Donald man. And the Sam Donald trade, man. Oh, yeah. Said, and the oh, Sam yeah. Donald trade. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Give so, me your final score prediction. Man, so, you know, the Colts are favored by 10.5 points. I just saw on ESPN. Can you believe that? How can they favor them by 10.5? Like, are they – You know how to media – no you know how to media play. Yeah, that ain't that ain't. You know how to this is going to be a close game. This is going to be won mm-hmm. by a field goal. And I think with the momentum, we have a chance of winning this game. So, I'm going to say a late field goal wins it. Um, both defenses are really good. I'll say – well, let's just say 21-17 Jets. Ooh, let's go. Listen, Angelo, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, all right? All right. I'm glad to see you're, you're getting busy, man, like a lot of new <laughs> viewers. And, and when the Jets are good, business is good, I guess, right? <laughs> good luck, man. Hey, you know, I, I ain't complaining. You have yourself a good one, Angelo. Uh, Listen, Angelo calling in. We'll keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to 862 
862, I'm coming directly to you, Steve. Jason, please hold on a second. 862, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this Jets victory over the Bengals. All right, what's up, LBJ? What's good? What's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm originally from Jersey. I moved out to California. What I thought about this Jet win, I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved every minute of it. But let me ask, let me let me ask you. Um, played the well, they played the Patriots and they put Frank White in. Mm-hmm. You got to admit he moved he moved that line he moved that ball down the field. He had an interception, but I saw a flash of him moving that moving that team down the field. So when I saw mm-hmm. this game against the Bengals, I said, "Oh, this dude is real." I yeah. watched that that, no. that Patriots game. I said, "No, nah, he he." I thought maybe it might have been a fluke. But when he got in, they went straight down the foot. I said, oh, man, he's for real. I, I want to see what he does in this Colts game. I think this game, for me, is going to really say, hey, this dude is this dude is official. He, he official. Okay. White is official. There's a lot of people that was writing. A lot of people was writing them off. No, no, no. We, I don't want White. I don't want White. You know, some of these other, you know, commentators are saying. And I'm like, man, he looked kind of good to me in the Patriot game. I mean, he did yeah. put an interception, but he did move the ball. He did move the ball. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he I absolutely, mean, he absolutely. Again, what, what's your name again, my friend? I apologize. What's your name again? Um, my, my name is Nico, man. Okay, Nico. Listen, first off, I want to thank you for calling into the show. It's good to hear from you. But I think a lot of the things that we saw him do in this game, we saw him do in the preseason, where he was moving exactly. the ball down the field effectively. He was able to kind of dink and dunk, find his way. That's how he beat out James Morgan. Right, he was coming in and just being effective with the football and making sure that he took care of the ball. And guess what? He found guys in the play. It just seems like he understands the offense. He knows what he wants to do. He's quick, smart, decisive with the football, and gets it to where it needs mm-hmm. to go. Now that leads me to my first question for you, because you were talking about this Colts game. Listen, this upcoming Colts game. What are you expecting from him in this game? Do you think he'll have a repeat 400-yard performance? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't care if he has a four hundred or three hundred. As long as he does what he did in this in this this game against the Bengals, and just protects okay. the ball and gets it to where it's got to go, we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. We can win every game if he does this from here on out. We can win every game. Yeah. yeah. But if you ever yeah. watch him in the pocket, he looks everywhere. He doesn't just lock in on one person. That's one thing I noticed yes, about sir. him. He looks in every direction. Every direction. Yeah. And he takes yeah. what they give. So yeah. that's like that's a sign yeah. of a good quarterback because most young quarterbacks, no, no, no thing against Wilson, but he locks in on one guy to me. That's just what I see. Mm-hmm. I don't see what Frank White is doing. I don't see Wilson doing that. But Frank White looks all yeah. – he looked off the safety for that, that touchdown to the tight end. He looked the safety away. Yeah. That's why that tight end was wide yeah. open. So, I mean, you, yeah. uh, Frank White that. to me is a fishing – Frank White mm-hmm. to me is a fishy, but I need to see this 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 coach game. That that's all I want to yeah. see this coach game to tell me you know he he's really a fishy. He's really he's a fishy, yeah. but I want to see if he's really a fishy. Yeah, and, and he didn't do just that. Uh, he was able to come to the line once when he saw that the Colts weren't – or the Colts, the, the Bengals weren't set up. They were trying to get guys off the field. He was able to run to the line and get us a penalty to move the yards as well. Listen, those are little things that really good quarterbacks do. Right? I'm not just here on the Peyton Manning. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying, that was stuff that, was stuff that Peyton Manning used to do. Peyton Manning would run to the line him. if you weren't prepared and get a penalty immediately. Immediately. But, well, who, and those little yards, you, they add up to things because they're helping you move the chains, man. They're helping you move the chains. Real quick. Go ahead, Nico. Real quick. Besides Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. 
who does that remind you of? Besides Peyton Manning. Chad, Chad Pennington used to huh? do stuff like that. No, no, Chad no, no, no. He's he's stuff like that in the past. He's our nemesis. He's our nemesis. Oh, well, Tom Brady. He used to be our nemesis. Tom Brady did it to us all the time. The time. time Brady used to get us us with the five, 11 men on the field. Kick. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man, let's see what Frank – Let's see what Frank Wright do in this Colt game. And, I mean, people yeah, maybe look White, at him yeah. differently. People look at him differently, mm-hmm. but, like I said, I saw flashes when he played that Patriots game. I said, wait a minute, this guy's moving the ball. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, I hear you, Nico. Give me your final score prediction for this game, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Man, I, you know, I think our defense is going to hold up. I, I'm going to say 24-21, Jets. J-E-T-S, okay, Listen, Nico, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I, I, I like your takes, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You have yourself a good night, man. Oh, mo- most definitely, man. You do the same, bro. All right. You have a good one. Listen, Nico calling in. Again, salutes to all the new viewers, new uh, subscribers, new callers that I have. Uh, again, I want to thank everybody. We're going to keep rolling. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't already. If you'd like to support the stream through a super chat, please do that. Uh, if the Cash App is there as well, if you don't want to go to Super Chat and you just want to go to the Cash App, that's greatly appreciated. And also subscribe if you're on YouTube too, uh, you know, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And again, share the stream. Friends, family, your social media, please share the stream so, you know, we can get around and I can speak to new people. I love connecting with people. So we're going to keep getting back to these lines again, 515 Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. Salutes to the savages as well in the chat going off. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. Steve, I'm coming directly to you, man. Salute to you, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. Steve, give me your thoughts about this game by Mike White, man. Oh. What are your thoughts about this 400-yard game, man? Hey, Joe. Well, first off, it's great to hear from you, man. Let me just say this right now. This this game, I, I'm happy and I'm completely yeah. shocked. After when we <laughs> scored the first touchdown, and Mike White was, was I think, 7 for 7 or 8 for 8 on this drive, I was saying to myself, yeah. wait, am I asleep or something? Is this a dream? <laughs> like, is this a dream I'm having right now? Like, what is going yeah. on? And then all yeah. of a sudden, I also find out during the game that Mike LaFleur is in the, was in the press box. Hey, listen, Mike LaFleur, yeah. here's a message for you. Stay in that press box for the whole entire season. Listen, I'll get you a soda. I'll get you a hot dog <laughs> during the game. Just stay in the press box and do your play calling up there, okay? You know, but <laughs> let me tell you, Joe, that had uh-huh. to be one of the best games that I had ever watched as a Jets fan. We haven't had that yes, feeling sir. in a very, very long time. It was like, yeah. wait, like, like it was like, oh my god! I tell you one thing: after we went up seven nothing, I was like, oh my god, we finally happened. We scored a first quarter touchdown, like it finally mm-hmm. happened. We did it. And then, and then what happened was, after when Mike White threw the first interception, I'm like thinking to myself, okay, how is this defense going to respond? Spot mm-hmm. because they had the one yard line, and I thought at first the Bengals were going to tie it very easily, and and then we stopped them on four downs. And I'll tell you something, Joe, when 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 the Bengals went for it on fourth down, 
I thought that was a mistake on the Bengals' part of going for it mm-hmm. early on fourth down. They should have taken yeah. the point. If I was a, they should have taken the point. It was early in the game. I understand you want to score the touchdown. I'll tell you one thing mm-hmm. that that would have been like a, that would have been like something like one of our old coaches would do: go for it during the game at the beginning of the game and just punt it away for the rest of the game. But these, that was the biggest. I think they were just trying to take the game away from us early, Steve. I think they were just trying to take us out the game early. Yeah, but the thing, Joe, that I was so happy with the most was when we finally got a defensive interception in the game. When, when Mm -hmm. after when I'll tell you one thing, everybody all thought at first with seven minutes left in the game. After when we Mm -hmm. were down thirty-one to twenty, I thought we were going to lose after that. You know, the Jets. They put up yep. a good fight. The game is probably going to be over. Mike White says, mm-hmm. uh-uh, 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 not, not so fast. He comes down. Ty Johnson scores that touchdown. And then, bam, we get the ball right back on the Shaq Lawson interception. That play was amazing. That, that, was, that yeah. was amazing when that happened. Yeah. And I'll tell you one yeah. thing. We, and, that, and all of a sudden, we, like, we took the lead. And then that two-point conversion – that two-point conversion, oh, oh, my God, that 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 was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. I was like, oh, my God. And then when we went into victory formation, I, I couldn't believe it. You know what? Yeah. The Bengals going into that game were the talk of the league. They were talking about how they were the best team in football. And the New York yes, Jets sir. said, uh-uh-uh, we took that win for us. All gas, no break, <laughs> big victory for the Jets. That's what I'm talking about. All fire. Now, listen, Steve, you covered the game extremely well. You know, the, the offense did what it took. Did what it took. The defense definitely absolutely, you know, stayed tall, made big plays. That interception down the stretch by, uh, by Shaq Lawson set us up to, you know, be, be in position to take the game away, and we did just that. But now we got the Colts coming up on a short week, Steve. Give me your thoughts about this upcoming game against the Colts, and do you think that Sella will have this team fully prepared to go against the Colts so they don't end up sleepwalking on a short week? Yeah, first off, before we talk about that game, Joe, did you enjoy your victory Monday? Yeah, I did, man. It was fun. It was fun, man. It was, it was you know, yeah, it was that, enjoyable. That was, that was who wouldn't enjoy us beating the Bengals the way we did, man? Yeah, who, yeah. who wouldn't enjoy it, Now, man? okay. So now here is the thing about going up against the Colts. You know, listen, the Colts are coming into this game three and five. They started off the year 0-4. They went on to win three Mm -hmm. straight in a row. Their winning streak came to an end with that brutal Tennessee Titans loss. I mean, I guess the first question I should ask you about, Joe, what is your thoughts on Carson Wentz as a quarterback? What do you think of Carson Wentz? Uh, I think Carson Wentz is a solid, you know, QB. I'm definitely not going to disrespect him, but I will tell you this. If you get pressure in his face, he has, you know, been prone to throw interceptions. He's been prone to turn the football over. So I think if we can, you know, do John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, you know, if we can bring guys after him and really get in his face and cause some issues, cause that disruption, Quincy Williams, let me tell you something. I think that we have a very high probability of getting some turnovers and then being able to move our offense off of that. So I think we just got to get after him, man, whether it's sending blitzes or just our guys getting to him early and often. Okay. So now, now we're going to talk about this Colts team. You know, listen, when I look at this Indianapolis Colts team, this is going to be a team that's going to be without – I mean, here's the thing. 
The Indianapolis Colts this year, Joe, have been one of the most banged-up teams in the NFL. They have a lot of injuries this year. I mean, I I just found out that there's a possibility that Quentin Nelson may not play tomorrow because he didn't practice today because he didn't practice today. T.Y. Hilton is going to be out with a concussion. The other receiver, Campbell, is going to be out as well. So the main target receiver that we got to watch out for in this game is your boy from USC, Mike Mike Pittman Jr. Yes, sir. He's your boy from – listen, Joe, I know you love him. I know he's your boy, but you got to go up. Mm -hmm. We got to go up against him. You're going to have to go against him for this game on Thursday. Then their tight end position is really good, too, you know. Mo Ali Cox, Jack Doyle, they're both very good mm-hmm. tight ends. They got to watch out for them. The the offensive line is usually one of the key things of their team, but with with a lot of the offensive linemen out and if they're going to be putting in a lot of their backups, it should definitely help out and Jeff Oldbridge and Robert Sala have to put a defensive plan, game plan together to get that ready. Um another thing mm-hmm. to talk about with this Colts team like like um, their running back position is something that you got to watch out for. Jonathan Taylor, excellent running back. He's a and he's had a very good season this year for the Indianapolis Colts. And there were at times. I mean, his best game was the game in Santa Clara against the 49ers a couple of weeks ago. If you watch that game, I'll tell you one thing. If if the if if the Jets are going to be if the Jets, that's one of the key things they got to do on the defense is stop Jonathan Taylor. Because if you stop Jonathan yeah. Taylor and their other running back, I believe it's Hines is what his name is. Hines, Nigel Hines, I think is his name. You, that's the yeah. other one you got to watch out for too. Now, on the defensive yep. side of the ball, the two play, the players on that defense, Joe, that I'm really nervous about facing on that side of the ball is DeForest Buckner and Darius yep. Leonard. Darius Leonard. Is a, I'm not saying he's the top pass rusher in the league. I'm not saying he's T.J. Watt, but he's an excellent pass rusher. You know, he's like the heart and soul leader of that Colts team. You know what? Mm-hmm. And the one other thing about going into this game is you've got to have a game plan against the Colts. If you put pressure on Carson Wentz and if you can stop Indianapolis's run game, then you're going to win. But, it, yeah. but you got – and that's the other thing. Robert Sala has to have this team prepared. Listen, we can have this great yeah. victory that we had against the Bengals on Thursday. I mean, on Sunday. But now we're playing on a short week going into Thursday. Everything has mm-hmm. to change. It's time to flip the page. Victory Monday is over. Time to flip the page and get focused for the next week against the Colts on yeah, Thursday. And you're, you're spitting fire right now, Steve. Give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Okay, cause now listen, here's the other thing I'm just going to say this about my final score prediction for this game. Listen, my, it's going to be hard for Mike White to have the kind of game that he just had against, against Cynthia on Sunday, you know. But yeah. the thing is, we, he, he's got to play a good game. He's got to play a very, very good game, game on, sun, on Thursday night. That's the key thing. I don't care if he throws for 150 yards, 200, 250. I just want him to play well. Now, the last yeah. thing, Joe, before I give you my final score prediction, I know you want to hear my prediction. The trade yeah, that just ahead. happened today. What did you think of this trade that happened that we got this guy from Kansas City? Again, 
Yeah, this, the, the 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 guard that's coming in, uh, Duvernay Tariff, I think his name is. We'll see what he where he pans out within the line. Again, there could be a guy that can come in and play some depth spot here. Uh, you know, Dan Brown moving on from him, he wasn't a guy that was really playing very much as far as you know being a tight end. So I thought it was it could end up being a decent trade. We'll see what you know what we get out yeah, of him going definitely. forward. And okay. so he's kind of okay, installed Joe, in the now, offense. We really can't say too much about it. So okay, so now Joe, give me your final score prediction. Okay, mm-hmm. so here is the thing. I am actually thinking that the Jets could win this game on Thursday, but we just got to be prepared. I'm going to give mm-hmm. the Jets a 31-27 to 27 win over the Colts. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Steve said 31-27. So, woo. So, Luke, Steve with the heat. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, I want to thank Steve for calling in. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jason. Jason, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jason, we got quite a bit to talk about, man. Mike White goes off 400 yards. What are your thoughts about his performance, and how did you feel about Michael LaFleur's offensive play calling as well in this game? Well, um, thanks for having me, but, man, there's so much to talk about. But um, the thing with Mike White, man, he would show that – he shows that a, when a QB can do his checkdowns, can run the system correctly, that's what we can get mm-hmm. in a Mike LaFleur system. And yeah. uh, you can argue a lot of things, especially can go into it. Like, they may have just try to keep things simple with Zach because he was learning the playbook as well and some other yeah. stuff. But, you know, at this point, I don't think Zach Wilson, I know people don't want to admit this, he's not way to be a star in QB right now. He needs to sit and he needs to learn. Mm. And, like, it's like baking, you know. If something isn't ready, you don't take it out and just throw it away. You gotta keep uh, keep baking, you know, keep cooking. Yeah, I think right yeah. now we go with Mike White and mm-hmm. let Zach sit and learn, you know, and let him yeah. learn. Because again, look at Rodgers. Rodgers wait and sits for two years before he was the great QB we all know now. So some yeah. people it just takes time, but you know what? I'm happy for Mike White. You know, his first NFL start. And he gets one of the best thought that a QB can ask for, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Jason, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, you look at the situation, Mike White really went off. And, again, I'm I'm a guy I want to go game by game. But I do understand why some Jets fans are saying, listen, if this guy lights it up and then he lights it up against the Bills, I don't give a crap if, you know, Wilson is fully healthy and ready to go. He's on that bench until Mike White, you know, does something crazy to where we go, okay, now we can move on from him. You ride the hot hand. If this guy's ready to go and he's got the offense, you know, pumping out there, then you let him go out there and keep moving. So, listen, I hear your take there. Now, my next question for you, man, is what were your thoughts on the play of Michael Carter? This is a young kid that really went out there and showed up and showed out, led us in receiving yards, led us in rushing as well. How are you feeling about his play, man? Man, he has been showing to be a number one running back, man. Dude, he's like mm-hmm. he's like a Madden running back, man. Like those video games, and like when you try <laughs> to tackle him, he just gets out of it. You're like, oh, you hate him, man. When you yeah. when, he, when he's yeah. your opponent, it, it, it's so amazing <laughs> to see how much both of these calls are developing and becoming great 
assets to us. But, man, Michael Collin, man, he's playing it. And, dude, even when he made a mistake, dude, he owned up to it with the um, yeah. when he slides and he shouldn't. He owned up to it, man. And you know what? They're developing, you know? The mistake he had, man, with the INT, hey, it's okay, dude. He's learning. He's a rookie. This is the things we like to – we want to see. We want to see progression from these rookies, and he's doing an amazing job. And to be honest, he's looking like a potential number one running back for us for the future. Yeah, he is. Now, when you talked about mistakes, listen, man, it seems like the refs always like to do something against the Jets. You know what I mean? Now, one of those things mm-hmm. was the Higgins catch. That didn't look like a catch. Uh, clearly, the ball hits the ground, but they still grant him a catch. Were you surprised that Sella did not challenge that? You know, yes. You know, they were, I'm. I want. I want to know why. You know, maybe because they just did it too quickly that he didn't get an answer yeah. or something from. But he should from the replay. Yeah, it's shown that he didn't catch that. But um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. I the next thing the next people are getting. I know people are upset about was the co um Cole's yep. one handed catch that he was amazing. Yeah, Cole's one handed catch. Yeah. Yep. Which um, there was a thing that I know people understand the rule book. It says you have to have um, complete control of it through the yeah. through the whole all the way throughout. Question and mm-hmm. and um, he didn't have that when he hit the ground. He lost a little bit of um, of of the ball, and that made it loose mm-hmm. and it made it an incomplete. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I, I hear that. You know, again, I. To me, I thought he held possession. But, again, you know, I got green. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm looking through the green goggles. I don't know. But it looked like a great catch to me. You know what I'm saying? But either way, Braxton Barris was oh, yeah, coming was able, was able to get in there. Yeah, and get and get that touchdown, man. But let me tell you something else. I thought this Jets defense played extremely well, too. One of the things that I was surprised about was the secondary being able to put the clamps on Jamar Chase. Only had three catches for 32 yards and a touchdown. What were your thoughts about the play of Bryce Hall and Michael Carter and Eccles in this game? Man, these CBs are telling are showing up every week and week and week. We we ask mm-hmm. and they deliver, man. These these yeah. the weakness of us is it's becoming our strength, man. There's nothing. It's amazing how these young CBs are just becoming from now on, man. It yeah. just look into next season with this defense, man. I can't wait to see what we got with some other pieces. This defense, you yep. know, we're like, we're, we might be like one or two pieces away from becoming a top five defense. You know, we're mm. able to go against a top, a top AFC offense. You know, one of the best offense. You know, not only we stopped Chase, we stopped Joe Mixon, we stopped Joe Bolo. We we did so much for us on off on defense that we should yeah. the sky's the limit for us. You know, as as young yep. as we are. It's amazing, and yeah. I just can't wait to see how this team continues to develop, especially to this week of the Colts. Yeah, yeah, and that that's where I want to go next for you, man. My final question before I let you go, we got the Colts coming up on Thursday. Do you think this New York Jets team, this young New York Jets team, will be fully prepared to go against the Colts and not sleepwalk? Because, again, it's a short week. Everybody's hyped up off the victory. Do you think that the coaching staff will be able to get these young players' heads on straight and get them prepared and ready for this Colts team? Well, you know, it would be it would be amazing and awesome to show that if um, 
that these coaching staff learned from the mistakes from the Patriots game and come mm-hmm. here and show us that that they they that they learn and whoop the um whoop the Colts and we get us a win. This yeah. would be amazing if they could do that. If we could get a win off the Colts, this coaching staff mm-hmm. has turned a one eighty completely. Yeah. And so I, I to be honest, it's very possible, and I hope so, man. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that from this win that they could they build off it. You know, our last win we yeah. came out against the Falcons, we fell flat. So I'm hoping it's the opposite. But the one thing yeah. I want to ask you that a lot of people is not talking about is that this trade that it it mm-hmm. has the potential that people are not talking about. This could be Greg Roden's replacement. We just yeah. no no one's talking about. You know, this could be just yeah. well, his replacement. You know, Greg Roden may be heading out. And, you know, this could be our uh, God. You know. Yeah, I mean, we, we got to see again. You know, there's a lot of. We've got to see him out there within this offense. We'll see what he brings. But, yeah, the Jets trading Daniel Brown for, you know, Duvernay Tariff. We'll see what he brings to the squad. I think, again, you know, we got Feeney as well on there as well. I thought a lot of people talked about, you know, him possibly being the guy to replace. We all know Cameron Clark, you know, kind of sat down. He might have been the guy that would have pushed Van Roten out. But we'll see. Again, Van Roten, you know, has been out there through the, all his bad play. They haven't benched him yet, you know, so – Maybe this guy is the guy that's going to come in and take the spot. We just got to see, you know. So we'll see what he ha- what he has in the uh, what he see. We'll see what he has when they actually put him out there within this offense. So my next and final question for you, Jason, you've been bringing the heat, man. Give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Colts. Well, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a defensive game, but I think I see the Jets winning thirteen ten. Thirteen ten, Jason. Listen, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You have yourself a good one. All right. You too. Jets up, everyone. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, man. Fire, fire, fire. A lot of fire in this show, man. Man, so much to talk about. Um, let me go ahead and give you folks my breakdown for this uh, Colts game. Look. I'm looking at the situation like this. This Jets team, this 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 game is really going to test the coaching staff for me, and this is one of the reasons why I was talking to people about this all night. Look, we're coming off of a big victory. You've got a young team. You've got to make sure that they're fully prepared on a short week. We've seen, again, on short weeks, whether it was Todd Bowles, Rex Ryan, all those guys, we would go on short weeks. Sometimes we would get smacked because we just wouldn't be prepared. I need to see – Sulla and LaFleur take this great momentum, this great feeling that we have, and be able to push forward. Push that forward and keep it rolling. Have these guys prepared on a short week. Have these guys ready to go with their heads on straight so that we can attack the Colts and get another victory. I think the key, specifically defensively for us, is we got to get after Carson Wentz. You bang him around, with all due respect to him, he'll give you some turnovers. He'll throw some interceptions. You might be able to get some strip sacks as well. You have to bang him around. I'm concerned about Jonathan Taylor. This is the guy that can come out the backfield and catch the football. We've seen us get scorched by running backs that can do that in the past. But, you know, with Mosley out there, with Gerard Davis back, I think they'll be okay. But he's a guy that you definitely got to key in. Naheem Hines as well, you got to worry about him. And Mac, you know, is still a guy that's on that squad too, so you got to look out. Pittman, I'm concerned about. This is a big body wide receiver. I loved him at SC. I was hoping the Jets would draft him. But, you know, the Colts were able to get him in the, in the top of the second round. 
you know, we've got to make sure we put the clamps on him too, especially in the red zone because he's so big. They just they can just chuck it up. Zach Pascal as well is another guy that's a that's a very quality receiver for them. One thing that helps is T.J. Hilton again or T.Y. Hilton, excuse me, is going to be out for this game. Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox, boy, oh boy, let me tell you something. Those are two solid tight ends. Our linebacking core is going to be tested in this game. I guarantee you they're going to come out and try to target them early and often. We also, you know, offensively, we got to look out for a guy, DeForest Buckner. We got to make sure that we get him blocked up front. Arton Woods, we got to make sure we get these guys blocked up front. This is a solid coach defense. They are banged up. Again, this is a banged up coach team, but they still, you know, have had a solid defense, you know. And again, Frank Wright and his coaching staff, you got to be prepared, man. You got to be prepared. But I think that we'll be able to come out and, and do well and get the job done. I think our offense, especially our running game, is going to be instrumental here. Getting the ball to Carter, you know, coming out the backfield as well, continuing on. And I want to see if Mike White can continue this momentum that he's got. Can he continue to just take what the defense gives him, be smart with the football, make the plays that are there, and continue to drive? I want to see it. And a big question again is, what Mike LaFleur are we getting? Are we getting the boost Mike LaFleur again this week? Are we getting the guy that we can we're, – we're trying to, you know, see if he's turned the corner as a play caller? If we're getting boosts from the Bengals, man, let me tell you something. This is going to be a very interesting season. You know what I'm saying? So with all that said, I am taking the New York Jets to beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-14. to 24-14. to I'm taking the Jets, baby. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. So listen, I want to thank everyone for calling in tonight. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, that is YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. All right? Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker's been playing phenomenal this year. Anybody else notice that? Wonder why. Because he's from USC. That's why. I have that jersey on at all times, Okay. And I will troll you right back. I'm also on YouTube as well. The YouTube is Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That's where we live stream. That's where my content is. That's where we game. We do all of that. So when you go on YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Give my videos a thumbs up. And if you want to troll me, no issues. I'm the, I'll troll you right in the comments as well. Send me a comment, and we'll go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. No matter what anyone tells you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to listen to the show and call into the show. I'm telling you, you folks are the absolute best. And also as well, we're continuing our support of charitable foundations, the New Jersey Food Bank, New Jersey Food Bank, please support them any way that you can. Go to my social media platforms. Uh, my link, the link is all in my link tree. If you can go there, donate, give a dollar, two dollars, anything you can give to the Food Bank of New Jersey is greatly appreciated. We got you know Thanksgiving coming up. There's a lot of people that are looking for their next meal. So anything that we can do to help 
you know, it'd be greatly appreciated. So again, that link is plastered all across my link tree and my social media. So with all that said, I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace.